Happy Monday, July 3rd, 2023, and this is 5-ish Minute Daily Devotionals with Religionless Christianity. Today we'll be getting back into the Gospel of Luke, picking up where we left off on Luke 22, verse 31 and 32, and it reads, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail, and when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. We mentioned in May when we discussed this verse, we would look at it in three parts. The first part we already discussed, that being that Satan is still submissive to God and can do nothing apart from God allowing it, and that's encouraging. Secondly, we see that God allows Satan to sift us, and that may seem less encouraging. Now, this is almost the most anti-American Christian church verse in the Bible. You know, Jesus, when presented with the choice of letting Satan sift his beloved Peter, the first chosen apostle, the rock, you know, Simon Peter, Jesus says, okay. You know, how many Joel Osteen sermons do you have to hear before that message gets preached? There is no activate your faith here, no secret prayer to rebuke Satan. Satan has asked for and been granted by God the right to attack Peter. Yet Peter wasn't left without defense. Jesus said he would pray for him. You know, God allows suffering. He allows difficulty and pain, even satanic suffering to come our way in order to mold us, to grow us, and he does it because he loves us. We said a few weeks ago that the Christian faith is an oxymoron to the unsaved world. And here's another point that is difficult to get unbelievers and sadly even some Christians to understand. It's because God loves us that he allows us to go through trials, pains, and hardships. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 5 and 8 reads, My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom the Father does not discipline? If you were left without discipline, in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. And oftentimes we see those with the greatest faith tested the most. And what greater encouragement than to know that when hell rages against you, it's because God loves you and he understands that your faith will persevere. Jesus prays for Peter, and he prayed for all those the Father gave to him, even for those who have yet to believe. I'm just pointing out specific verses in this prayer or Jesus' request to the Father. He says in John 17, Holy Father, keep them in your name, the name which you have given me, that they may be one even as we are. While I was with them, I was keeping them in your name which you have given me, and I guarded them, and not one of them perished but the son of perdition, so that the scripture would be fulfilled. Keep them from the evil one. Sanctify them by the truth, your word is truth, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that they may be perfected in unity, 
Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory which you have given me. For you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, although the world has not known you, yet I have known you, and these have known that you sent me, and I have made your name known to them, and will make it known, so that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. I want to go back to a specific verse here. Jesus says in verse 11, Holy Father, keep them in your name. In verse 12, he says, While I was with them, I was keeping them in your name, and I guarded them. Jesus kept them in God's name while with them, but now he is asking God the Father to do it. We can see from this prayer here that it is God that keeps us in his name and not we ourselves. And what a beautiful thing to see here. This prayer here is an actual prayer Jesus prayed for you that you can read. So he did indeed pray for Peter, and I imagine it is something similar to this, that God would keep Peter in his name, that Peter's faith would not fail. Not that Peter would not fail, because we see that he did deny knowing Jesus, but his faith was not gone. How many times do we see other believers being ashamed of Christ as Peter once was? Let's pray like Jesus did to the Father that their faith would not fail. We are all being sifted like wheat, so we need the prayers too. And we know Jesus is still praying on our behalf, and the Holy Spirit prays for us too, and we will read that in Romans chapter 8. And our psalm of the day comes from Psalm 91, verses 1 and 2. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Our proverb of the day comes from chapter 3, verse 7. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. And I'll end praying for you from Psalm 145. May the Lord show you he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, that the Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. May you know the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth, that the Lord preserves all who love him. God bless.